Thank you very much. And there's much to agree with in, in the report, uh, and in the five minutes it's been allotted to me, I don't have much to, <coughs> to add to the wisdom of, um, of Chris, Anna and, and Beatrice, but in accepting their prescription, what I'd like to do is just emphasise uh, what I think are, are, are four points. The first of which is that uh, delivery of improvement should be uh, population-based. I would also add that um, much of the discussion about primary care, for me, misses the point. Primary care is about provision, and it's not about uh, commissioning. Uh, and its growth and success will be determined by the extent to which uh, primary care and its practitioners are effectively governed. Equally, for better care and better outcomes for, um, for hospital-based services, uh, these have to be organised on a different uh, population base. So think of a million rather than the, the quarter of a million that our historic district general hospitals have been organised to, to serve. But the issue for me is how do you create the incentives for, uh, for people to, to think differently, to embrace change, to see things in terms of win-win opportunities rather than to defend the status quo. And I think it's really odd in the NHS that there are so few examples uh, and experimentation of joint venture vehicles, special purpose vehicles, where hospitals uh, can come together to share the benefits of rationalisation and consolidation uh, and in the scale and the scope of, uh, of services. Uh, instead, we, we fight each other because we want to win in the, uh, in the change. I also think providing two-tier services is outrageous. Um, by that I mean we have accepted uh, for over 60 years a reasonable service during the weekday and a suboptimal one at the weekend. It harms patients and it traps inefficiencies in our healthcare systems. But do we have the courage to set new standards? I don't see it at the moment. I hear it, uh, but I don't actually see it so that patients can have access to, to the same high level of reliable services and senior clinical decision makers. And are we prepared to role model that? How many chief executives do you find rotated to work at the weekend with their senior management team as part of their ordinary week, let alone our senior clinical staff? Too many patients experience harm, harm within our hospitals, uh, and we know that uh, that, that can change. A 50% reduction in avoidable harm in my organisation would release 78 beds, and yet much of it still stays there. So will organisations be bold enough to publish at the beginning of the year uh, what it is that they are going to do in terms of quality improvement and impact on patient safety, rather than just reading in a, in a, in a quality account what they have done? Instead, they should say at the beginning of the year what they set out, what they intend to do, and let them, let them then publicly report uh, their outcomes. And finally, um, I think we should understand that of all the reasons for hospital admissions over the last 10 years, there has been one group, one factor that has given rise to, to, the, late, to the highest growth of admissions, and that is alcohol-related admissions. There's been a 70% growth in alcohol-related admissions into our, into our hospitals uh, across England. It's having a deep impact on our health system and a deep impact on our society. It can be changed, and, and I think that we have to accept that there have to be new models uh, to deal with that. I also want to absolutely support Anna's view at the end, that it's not the what we do, it's the how. Uh, this august bodies uh, uh, they go into the library, and the shelves are creaking under the weight of... Um, 
excellent reports and consensus statements. The nice conveyor belts will, will churn off uh, good practice guidelines and technologies that we should be adopting. And it is quite outrageous that uh, uh, those high-impact interventions have not had any traction anywhere uh, in this country. They're not reliably implemented. So um, Chris, I'm sure, is extraordinarily frustrated in uh, uh, working with his colleagues and seeing these reports well-received uh, but not implemented. So it is the how. And I want, just want to emphasise four points. Leadership and culture for high performance absolutely essential. We've got some brilliant hospitals, brilliant GPs, but we've got crap hospitals, crap GPs, great chief executives, poor chief executives. The problem is with our system, we tolerate both. And by tolerating both, we reinforce mediocrity. Why is it that we can't find ways of positively reinforcing good high performance amongst our people uh, and amongst our organisations? The second, in, in terms of how we should, uh, we should make some of these changes, is really understand the power of measurement. I don't mean benchmarking, I mean measurement. Understand how measurement can drive improvement. And I would like to see that as part of the debate uh, when, we, when we look at this report, do boards and their leaders really understand the data sources? Do they really know how to, to read run charts, statistical process control charts, to understand what it is they're improving about their system? I suspect that most do not. And when is it going to be the case that if we see an Asda trolley full of case notes going down our hospital corridors, that we treat that as a serious untoward incident? Um, you know, it's, it's well within our capability to have um, electronic patient records and to have those integrated uh, across our healthcare systems. Without it, we're going to struggle um, in, uh, in the reforms that Anna outlines. And finally, building capability. Most of the ideas for change, um, and I think it's to Anna's point on adaptation, are to be found deep inside our organisations and not at the top of them. And often leaders, including myself, uh, do not give um, the people deep in, in the organisations the respect and deference for their expertise that we should. So many of the ideas that will connect with what this report is talking about uh, for improvement in terms of implementation, adaptation implementation, are going to be found deep inside the organisations. We need new process for en engagement uh, to take these things forward. So... So far, I think we appear rather incapable of, of, uh, of adopting change and managing improvement. And I think if, if you leave here tonight uh, agreeing with the, with the content of the report but not knowing how you'll implement it, uh, then you'll miss the point. Thank you. Thanks, David.